what's up what's up people how is everyone doing out there i am your host dj quest one you're listening to the drive podcast i hope everyone's having a good day a good morning good afternoon wherever you may be today i want to cover the, the topic of uh keefy d so uh i've been following this for a long time you know uh, about tupac's murderer we're actually they're um on the brink of of solving Tupac's murder that happened almost uh, 30 years ago. So he died in uh, by September of 1996, and six months later, Biggie died. Uh, Biggie got killed. But anyhow, Keefe D which is the nephew of Orlando Anderson, also known as Baby Lane. He uh, was a Southside Crips. So the day of the fight that Mike Tyson fought Bruce Sheldon at um, MGM, um, Tupac went. They were in Vegas. And supposedly this guy, uh, Orlando Anderson, uh, there's video of it. It's not supposedly. There's video of him being there and some one of the guys from uh, from the death row camp told Tupac in his ear about Orlando Anderson that he tried to take someone's chain and they jumped him. So, for those that are not, for those that don't know the gang, the LA gang life, or you know, what happens over there is they're very, uh, they can retaliate just as fast as you even flinch especially to you know with the bloods and cribs over there it's very uh, you know they go after each other very different than here in texas or any other place chicago is pretty bad as well this you know uh but this is 90s so this is when um you know this is like before you know social media or anything like that so tupac went up to him hit him um, for those that are not familiar with, with Tupac Shakur, you know, I'm sure everyone knows who Tupac is, but he's, he's a rapper in the 90s and also an actor. Um, so, ultimately, ultimately what happened was he hit Orlando Anderson and all the death row people jumped him. So, when that happened, they left and they went back to the casino, to the hotel he was staying at to go change. Then they rode, they're going to go roll out to Club 662 which was owned by Suge Knight. So Suge Knight and uh, Tupac were riding in the car with a bunch of people in, you know, following them. So Orlando Anderson told Keefe D, which is his uncle, and it's this is like also a lot of speculation that Puff Daddy has something to do with it, that Puff Daddy told Zip, which is in New York, to, that they would pay $500,000 to kill Tupac, okay? And supposedly he paid up front. He played Zip. That way there's no trace. And Zip never paid Keefe D. So that was like another thing there. So, but Orlando Anderson is a shooter. So those that don't know, shooter is like, they don't care. They'll shoot anybody. You know, they're gangbangers. They're, they're gangsters. They're going to shoot. So what happened was they had a gun that they didn't have on them. See, Supposedly, this gun that they they had had uh, had um, was provided by Zip, right? That was hollow points, and so 
they were looking for Tupac. They went to Club 662 and um, Mob James said he saw them in the white Cadillac. So they were driving around Vegas and in the strip Saturday night is always packed. So it's like uh, you're cruising, you know, and it's just bumper to bumper or it's like traffic, right? So they found Tupac and they rolled up and shot him. So there's been witnesses that a fat hand came out. It wasn't a skinny hand that shot Tupac. There's witnesses that say that it was Orlando Anderson. So years passed, TPD went to jail and he cooperated with the with the police about what happened that night. And so Vegas PD never did anything about it. They don't know if he had immunity or what as far as like him cooperating and whatnot. So what happened is, uh, they, you know, years passed and he's been coming out on... Uh, on um on social media stating that what happened i'll let you hear this scabber dude and he had us placed all over we was uh gonna meet at uh the cafe after the fight that was all our plans so everybody had uh was coming to the cafe and shit i seen someone partner someone uh 11 east coast crib and like Hey, he just jumped on your nephew. Like, ooh. Said some death row niggas. Like, bullshit. They're like, yeah. And we ran and ran into the lane. Inside the lobby. So y'all ran into your nephew Orlando. What did he say to you? We you know, he just said they jumped on him and stuff like that. And I asked him, was he alright? He said his shoulders kind of fucked up. I guess we'll get kicked in the shoulder or something. He said the shoulder was fucked up. How mad was he? I was, uh, I was more mad than him. Yeah. I was, you know what I'm saying? Motherfucker, you. That was up. That was people that is. So, what exactly did he tell you? Did he tell you, like, yo, Tupac jumped on me or? He just said the death row niggas jumped on me. And the only injury he had was the shoulder. Okay, so um, take me through that. You know, Orlando, he got jumped. What happened after that? So, uh, we ran into the New York dude. Zip now. He asked us, do we need some help? We're like, nah, we good. And then, uh, my little homie, uh, we had some little homies out here selling, selling work, kilos and shit. They like, Man, we know where them niggas gonna be. They gonna be at the 662 Club. They been advertising this all week. They gonna perform this night. So we went up there. And uh, my little homies, when he got the choppers, and Bob James, somebody, he seen us back there. He lucky he didn't see us. We didn't see him. You know what I'm saying? They lucky they didn't show up. You know what I'm saying? We had some head hunters with us. You know what I'm saying? They lucky they didn't show up. Three choppers, it would have been a master, you know. And just pulled up there and uh, shit. Pulled up there, waited up there for about an hour. My James said ten minutes. It wasn't a fucking ten minutes. Waited up there about an hour. We got tired and went on. Started let's go get high. We bought some uh, champagne bottles. 
the style of Don Very Young. He said, Stop the story about that shit. When we left, when we left, uh, we was in two, three cars, matter of fact. And uh, the other two cars missed the light. So we kept on going headed towards the hotel. When we got to Flamingo, some dudes hanging out. He was, uh, he was like, like he was in a parade or something. Stupid ass. Hanging out the window. Like, eh. And he was like, Tupac! And we like, oh, there go that motherfucker. And we popped a Yui. And that was it. So I want to backtrack a little. So y'all was waiting at um, 662. Um, Tupac and Shug Knight didn't um, show up. But if I'm not mistaken, they was actually y'all was actually waiting at six six two for Tupac and Orlando can fight, right? Yeah. Tell me about that, because Orlando actually wanted to fight Tupac, right? Yeah, you gonna get his ass knocked out. So laying that hands, one punch. Oh, for real? So, so that's uh, the confession of Keefe D talking to um, one of the uh, one of the videos that was on YouTube. Uh, shout out to the Art of Dialogue. He interviewed Keefe D. So did. Um, Vlad, uh, but this one he was more in he was more a little bit more detailed than the Vlad interview. But the, if I'm not mistaken, Vlad interviewed him first. But anyways, this is last year. But it's coming up. It's coming around that they raided his house, that the Vegas PD raided his house, and they found bullets, like bullets that killed Tupac, but not the actual bullets, but the bullets that they had on the same gun. So. If they put two and two together, look, Keefe D is looking to be a suspect because he's a he's a, a accomplice with this murder. So he's pretty much, you know, part of it. And um, I don't know if he's arrested. We don't know the story, but I do know that they raided his house and they found bullets and they found like Tupac memorabilia, like Tupac stuff. He says he didn't like Tupac, but yet they found like laptops. They found like a lot of Tupac stuff. So I guess he was a download Tupac fan, even though in the videos he was like, I ain't no Tupac fan. He goes, rappers, because he was a so Keefe D is was a was a claims to be a big time drug dealer in, in, in LA. I don't know, I was a kid at the time, so I don't know anything about that. You know, if he was, he was. I don't know. But he said that when he when they would do shows with Biggie that that they were the they were the gangsters that the rappers looked up to them. That's what he said on some of his interviews. But anyways, what do you think happened as far as like um, him, you know, um, telling the truth and backfiring? <coughs> Excuse me. In that case, if he was telling the truth, um, so if if he was if he was the, uh, the you know if he was part of that murder. Years later, uh, chances are he's going to be looking at some time. And he's an ex-convict already. So even him having bullets, he shouldn't even have bullets. I don't know what the law is against bullets, and not in, but not without a gun. But subsequently, the bullets were the same type of bullets that killed Tupac. So, I mean, why would he be holding on to it? So they raided his wife's house or a girlfriend, something like that. But he's in question. And why didn't this happen before? Like... I don't understand why they didn't even try to convict him back then when he had told the cops about it. Because he had made a, a deal with Craig, uh, Greg Kadeen. Kadeen is his name. That was trying. He was trying to solve 
uh, Biggie's murder. So, um, but he came across someone. He he came across Keefe D, who confessed on his his nephew killing um, Tupac. So, um, it's crazy. Uh, tell me what you think. Like, do you think that he did it? Do you think he's telling the truth? He could be lying. See, on the interview right now, he says that he's see he changed his story. I, I'm gonna have to go back and find one because he's stating that that the New York guy Zip asked him if they needed help, and in another interview, he's saying that Zip provided him the gun. So I'm, it's kind of conflicting. I, I don't know what to believe if he is telling the truth or maybe there was four guys in the white Cadillac that that. Uh, upon pulling over to to the BMW that Tupac and uh, Suge Knight were, were driving that they let out shots and ended up killing Tupac. The sad part about that is they had told him to put his vest on and he said he didn't want to. If, you ever, if you're ever in Vegas in September, it's pretty hot. It's like a desert. Desert hot. So I don't know if, um, if he wanted to wear a vest. And he was always talking about death. I, I tell you that much. So, um, just wanted to cover that, the news that, you know, I've been following it for a long time, and, and if they do arrest him, well, you know, that's good, because he was part of Tupac's murder. You know, you're just not going to kill someone and get away with it, even if you didn't pull the trigger. You were there. If he's telling the truth, he could be lying. Like, we don't, we don't know exactly what happened. There was a white Cadillac. The only one that would know that it was him is Suge Knight. Suge Knight is still alive in jail. Will he ever com- uh, will he ever confess that that was Keefe D? When the police was asking him who shot Tupac, his answer was like, "Absolutely not." Like his, will you ever cooperate? He goes off, "Absolutely not. Uh, I don't get paid the to do the police work." Like, dude, your friend just died. Like sometimes, sometimes I just wonder. Did he even deserve having death row? Everything he had. And and Dr. Dre, like, had he protected Dr. Dre and Snoop? Man, he would still be rich now. He would still be rich. But he was on some bullshit trying to be a gang, going backwards. Like, dude, you weren't a gangbanger. Yes, you grew up in the hood. You went to college. You played football. But he went backwards. He's like, well, man, he did give people jobs and stuff, but... How many of those people still have jobs nowadays? They went back to regular eight to five, or ended up doing like he, he did. He did hire a lot of convicts, a lot of people from his neighborhood, which was a good thing. But at the same time, what did they learn from from what he provided? You know, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, you still have Reggie, Reggie uh, that worked with them. He still gets on on the on his um his his channel Bomb First. And he talks about how like how many people he helped, but at the same time he went backwards to try to be a blood. You know, like he should have just stayed away from that and hired like you know security, security instead of hiring uh, you know people from the neighborhood. And yes, you give people jobs, which is good because he did help a lot of people out. I'm not gonna say he didn't, but also the way he went about it, like like there'll be like for example there'll be there'll be a guy there'll be a, like death row mob you know everyone's just rolling through a concert they just open up you know the, open up the crowd and one of the guys will be like he got a gun and then they'll beat him up and take his shit take his jewelry and everything and you know Shook thought that was funny 
If you're running a, a Fortune 500 business, why would you get involved with that? Why would you even get involved with that? And, you know, had he had his nose clean and not done all that, he probably would still be in business and probably still working with Interscope and who knows, working with Jimmy Iovine. And he didn't. Look at Dr. Dre. He stayed away from that shit. He just wanted to make music. So Tupac still be alive. But whoever you surround yourself with is what you are. And Tupac surrounded himself with the wrong person. Talented, ta talented young man who died at 25. Didn't even get a chance to flourish, to, to be bigger than he would when he would than what he was. So this is the this 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 um, episode concludes that if Kiffy D uh, murdering uh, Kiffy D's nephew murdering Tupac, if it's real, well, well, I'll keep you updated. And uh, one last thing, I uh, wanted to uh, to mention Crawford and Spence. I saw the fight. Oh my goodness, Crawford was on his A game, and I called it. I was like. He went, Spence did the backwards thing. He wanted to, to hurt him instead of keeping him at bay and having, having him come to him. He did not do that, and he looked bad. It was over in the ninth round. Crawford is the undisputed welterweight champion, has all four, four belts, WBC, the WBA, the IBF, the WBO. Congrats to, to uh, Terrence Bud Crawford for being that. Now he said he wants to fight Charlos next. We'll see, but uh, I was it was excited. It was a fight. It wasn't fireworks like I was expecting. Maybe it was um, maybe it was uh, Spence cutting too much weight, or maybe it was a Spence being off 15 months. He should have had a tune-up fight, but who knows? Anyways, y'all take care. Thank you for listening to the Dry Podcast. Peace.